Hello, and again, welcome to Gaming, the podcast by Indie by Design. We hope that your brief wait between episodes has been a pleasant one. I am John Robertson, and I am to be joined, as usual, by Stace Harmon. His voice will be initiated soon. In this episode, we are talking about 2007's Portal and what makes it so great. Congratulations. Your device has been processed and we are now ready to start the episode proper. Stand back. The episode will start in three, two, one. One of the things that I remember the most about the original Portal was uh, the original release of Portal and how I first experienced it, because it felt like a it felt like a surprise, and that doesn't happen very often, certainly not these days. It felt like a surprise launch, um, and that was part of the charm of it and of being being blown away by it. Uh, do you remember, like, was your first experience of it on launch? Was it something you, you came to later? Um, so, yeah, so I played it like most other people, I guess, um, via the orange box. Um, and I bought it on Xbox 360, which, you know, was for me and for a lot of other people, the dominant console of the time, um, dominant over the PlayStation 3. Um, so yeah, so, um, orange box on Xbox 360 is how I played it. I can't remember if it was the first game I played because I definitely bought it being excited for, the episodic half-life uh half-life 2 um i can't remember if i played portal before playing those i probably didn't because i was more excited about half-life but i do i can i think say that portal is the game of that orange box collection that has stayed with me the most Mm. i guess certainly played the most number of like replayed the most number of times thought about the most is the most interesting um which is i guess why we're talking about the about portal now rather than half-life 2 episode 2 episode one. Handy, yeah. um so um yeah so that's how i played it and it has kind of catapulted itself to the top of that collection which mm. i guess is well it's not that surprising in hindsight because the game's excellent but i suppose um, it wasn't the time though wasn't it yeah I mean, no but like it was it was almost included as a freebie is always certainly that's how yeah, almost like a tech like, demo oh, is how this, i saw it yeah here's is this extra thing for you to try out once you've got through the like the the main event which was was episode two because that was the at that point that was the only way or certainly the first way to experience episode two half-life two episode two mm. was um was through the orange book so that was like it was like stealth marketing and like, i'll have this extra thing and then yeah that like you it's the thing that i remember the most the most distinctly certainly i mean i don't you know half-life 2 and episode 1 and episode 2 to an extent blur into one for me i, I yeah. haven't played them i haven't replayed them anywhere near the number of times that i've played portal um and Team Fortress 2, I also put a lot of time into, but that was sort of a separate, obviously that was multiplayer only, that was a separate thing. That was that was the, that was sort of the incidental thing for me. I didn't expect to play that at all, but I ended up playing loads of it. But yeah, Portal I've been back to many times and it is, it's a fascinating piece of, well, it's a, it's a game, of course. It's a fascinating piece of software for many reasons, one of which is the way that it was launched. And that's, yeah. it just doesn't feel like that happens these days. It's, you, you know, it was a long time ago, 13 years ago now. But Yeah, I mean, I would go so far as to maybe say that um, Portal, of the games included in the Orange Box, Portal has, and a lot of people might disagree with this, um, because Half-Life has a lot of fans, but Portal has the best character in GLaDOS. It has the mm-hmm. best 
weapon in the portal gun. It has the best environment in Aperture Labs. It has the best gameplay with the portal concept. <laughs> I think on most levels that games are typically kind of popularly um, critiqued uh, through and thought about and discussed, <clears throat> I think I would be on the side of arguing that portal probably has the best of all of those things uh, mm -hmm. versus anything else in in that in that collection so portal better than half-life there you go that's official yeah, that's um we should be asking for a portal three not not a half-life three forget it um, well, I'll take, well that's, I'll take and both. that's the other thing like portal two so i prefer portal to portal two uh, on a personal preference level i understand that portal two is a more accomplished I mean, it's a far bigger game, of course, but it's a more accomplished game. The design is far more detailed, but I prefer the, the original over the second one. I think because it was more of a surprise thing. It was more of a, um, it was more of a, a, an out of the blue kind of launch. And it also, a bit like Arkham Asylum versus Arkham City, that self-contained thing really worked for me. That, that the constraints with which you were, under in portal um and those got a lot looser in portal too i think yeah i, I just prefer the yeah. uh, environment and the narrative um, of that environment yeah because i think portal 2 is more accomplished it takes the puzzles further um it's got the multiplayer um <clears throat> but by that point the portal gimmick the 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 concept has already like it's not new to you anymore mm. so so that mm. like that sort of like bias of the new that excitement of the new is kind of muted in portal 2 because yeah. portal 1 has kind of introduced it's like you know you always love your first child more than the second one <laughs> <laughs> i I, a, I assume having no as children as a person with two children <laughs> i couldn't possibly comment. one of whom it's their birthday today i couldn't possibly comment <laughs> yeah um then you're doing a podcast instead of instead of celebrating her birthday it shows you which one you love more it, it is um, the second child's birthday so yeah. <laughs> um so um yeah i mean the game portal one i think ends because i'm a little bit different because i think the the um di bit different from your opinion and that while i do agree that portal one is the more interesting game and it's probably the more memorable one because it is the one that introduces you to the portal mm. concept i think the game doesn't it definitely doesn't outstay its welcome which you can say it's a mm. good thing but i i would have liked to see more levels because the game's never very hard like mm -hmm. it never challenges you that much and i mean going back and playing it again in preparation for this i mean i did the whole game in like an, an, an hour and a half or something and that mm -hmm. wasn't rushing it that was like you know trying to indulge all the lines of dialogue and everything and obviously i've yeah. played it before so i it's amazing how much you kind of remember like you can just you just mm -hmm. remember immediately what the solution is to stuff or very quickly uh anyway well it's actually remember your solution it's that you you're very au fait with like the portal mechanics and what can be you're achieved attuned. yeah absolutely yeah you're attuned to how it works and and i think that's also indicative of the design that the early test chambers are very prescriptive i mean you could argue a lot of the game is quite prescriptive but the, very, the early test chambers are very prescriptive and once you've done those you you just know how it works immediately there's no getting your head around it you just go back to it and it it does just yeah, yeah it falls back into place yeah um but it, the way it teaches you how to play the game is mm. you know that again is a testament to that that it's it's teaching you how to play play the game whilst you're playing the game instead yeah, yeah, of having yeah. this separate 
tutorial nonsense of press this button to jump and this button to move forward it's just like yeah because you know, do this as part of a puzzle instead of do this as a separate walled off area so yeah yeah because it does have that it does have a very strong tutorial segment that could you could argue it's like half the game really mm. um and it does get you to do just menial tasks put box on the button press this button like you know pick up this gun or whatever like yeah. they but but it's all worked into the narrative it's all worked into mm-hmm. the dialogue um so um even though you're just being handheld through these sections you kind of want to just go with it because the story and the characterization of um the the setting i suppose really the aperture yeah. labs being an entity institution is so good but i would say that um i do wish the game had a few more levels a few Mm. more a few more a few more challenging levels towards the end because it is part of the you'd like that as part of the narrative because there are the separate test chambers or or rather the test chambers are still the same but you do them under different conditions so it's not it's not so much a difficulty level thing like going back and challenging yourself to work this out in the fewest number of steps or portals or in the shortest Mm. amount of time that isn't as appealing to you you'd rather it was like just a slightly longer game with yeah just just maybe like a few more test chambers before you get to obviously the final showdown and you break out of the your side of the curtain and Mm -hmm. you go on to the other side of the curtain and the whole you know um you're bringing down glados you're bringing down the testing concept you're you Mm. know going against the machine sort of thing um before it gets to that final boss battle maybe um yeah so a few more test chambers because the bit where you go past the test chambers and you see behind the curtain and now you're in the back area where you can see all the pistons moving and the platforms going up and down and stuff um that stuff's good and like i really do like it but i think the game is at its very best in the test chambers like mm-hmm. the um the, the yeah the bits behind the scenes are interesting but they're less um i don't know maybe because they're less directed maybe because it's less i, f- I found myself a lot of in in a lot of the stuff and behind the scenes is you're really just searching for where you can shoot a portal versus mm. actually like the, a, a complicated puzzle yeah i think but narratively i like that because it isn't it isn't really very contrived in the way that a lot of games are where it's like oh you have to get this key and but this key just happens to be really bizarrely behind these 17 different puzzles when yeah, you like go resident to the behind evil. the scenes stuff like resident evil yeah when you go to the behind the scenes stuff it's like you are just trying to get out and it's like this hasn't been set yeah, up in true. order to be difficult it hasn't been set up to to bamboo bamboozle you in any way it's just mm. like well how do you get out it's, it's like improvising more of an feel yeah it's more of an improvised feel than like the the actual test chambers and that you know everything is so it's so incredibly consistent throughout in terms of writing and narrative and its own internal logic that i kind of i forgive it for that but i do know what you mean like it's not once you're at that point there's not a lot of puzzling to be done there's more just yeah yeah i wonder i wonder if if actually i've just so one of the notes written down is about how the game kind of institutionalizes you and that you do uh in in the sense that unless you do exactly what glado says unless you do exactly as instructed you just can't progress like you can't Mm. do anything you Mm. have to shoot a portal here you have to pick up that box you have to put the box on the button or whatever or you exactly what she says 
um, or you literally can't do anything. There's mm. no way around it. You can't like go and do a side mission. You can't say, "Oh, stuff the story." I'm just going to do my effort. Like you can't. Like no way. You yeah. are essentially a prisoner yeah. to her demands. Like you have to go through and be this lab rat. You can't. Um, that's it. The end. Uh, so I wonder if I've just become incredibly institutionalized to the point where i don't even want to i don't even want to i, I just want more of the more of the pre-described pathways yeah. and then the set the set solutions to puzzles yeah. I, i'm scared of the oh well you just shoot a thing over there to find an exit oh actually i, I just want to yeah. go well, back well, to my safe way, secure bubble well exactly and in that way of being institutionalized like that notion of relinquishing control there is a certain comfort in that if you you know, and that's how people become institutionalized, I guess, and be that in you know in the various forms, just even in just in a job or in prison or wherever else. Mm. That there is, if you can relinquish control, then you are you are likely to have an easier time of it. Not necessarily yeah. a better time. Not you know, it's not better for your personal liberty, but you're going to have an easier, more comfortable time of it. And that's something actually that I went back and looked at. I've got the sacrifice, um, like graphic novels that. Uh, were put out as a hardback book by Valve, and one of them is a portal. Well, it's, it's a Portal Two comic, actually, but it's it deals with uh, the Portal um, storyline, and then goes on to Portal Two. Um, and in that, that's one of the things that is talked about that the the reason that uh, that Chell is is or Shell is chosen um by the guy that escaped, the guy who's like scrawlings you see everywhere. Yeah, the cake is uh, a lie guy. The, yeah, the reason he tries to help her is because her test apparently it wasn't that she was the most intelligent or the most or the most athletic or anything like that. The reason he tries to help her is because she was the she had the highest tenacity. She was the most tenacious. She was the most stubborn mm. and refused to be institutionalized. Always, always believed that there was a way, another way, even when seemingly there wasn't. Even when it is just stick a box on this button, she was always the one that was looking for a different way out, and so. In terms of the trials, she's considered to be like not suitable because she's just too much of a pain in the ass, basically. Mm -hmm. Like she's not a good test subject. Um, but in terms of the narrative, it, you know, it works, it works really well because that's, you know, she doesn't just assume the party recovery position, as I think it's called in the game and lie down on the floor. Uh, she tries to escape and does escape. Um, and even in that, you know, you don't even really have any choice in that, do you, unless you die and it's game over. Like, there is no yeah. if you're role playing it that the first time you die is such a start oh, again. I'm dead. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can do a uh, yeah an Iron Man of uh, of Portal. Um, so yeah, so clearly the narrative narrative and the, the game mechanics fit very well together. Yeah, yeah, the, like beautifully together, and it it, yeah. it it sort of transcends most. I'm trying to think of other puzzle games that are that are <clears throat> that manage to transcend the puzzle game genre in the same way because. Um, it's very rare for a puzzle game to hit people as hard through its narrative um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> as it does through yeah, its just true. puzzle solving mechanics. Um, and yeah, like the, as you were saying, the, um, the narrative, the narrative and there's like very little dissonance between the narrative and the game mechanics. Like they are, they are in symbiosis. They buff each other. They help, they help inform and they help validate and they help empower one another they're not you know in a lot of puzzle games it's um you know they don't even try they don't even try to no. blend the narrative and the um 
and the actual interactions that you're that you're having they are completely two separate complete mm. entities whereas in this they are one and the same sort of prospect and it would be easy to look at that and say well that's because as in a lot of video games the writing gets done at the end and yeah. there's sort of a layer over the top but but the same thing really happened with this as well because portal wasn't always portal it was this student project yeah uh, narbacular drop so it did exist it's not like it they those two things were developed side by side they wasn't always the the puzzles and the game mechanic and the writing started at the same time and just constantly commingled and kind of and influenced each other um it it did exist as a as a puzzle game before it existed as a narrative experience so yeah there's there's not it's not even like an easy answer of just that oh well that's what happens when you start writing at the same time as you start designing um mm. because that wasn't the case so yeah i mean it is something of of an anomaly and it does it makes me i mean it makes me happy that it exists and it exists in the same universe as half-life to some extent because there's talk of black mesa and uh and aperture science going side by side in some of the slides that you see mm. when you're behind the scenes um and it, it kind of makes me sad that there just isn't more of it like what valve could have done or could still do i guess with that whole universe is is clearly there's incredible things to be done there and when they still made or regularly made games they made some incredible games and yeah it's a shame that there aren't uh there aren't more of them coming um yeah i mean on the portal side of that um i mean i'm of the opinion that portal probably needs to kept be kept as its own entity separate from half-life um like they can cross over story and be in the same world and share all that mm, stuff but yeah, i mean yeah. in gameplay to in direct terms <clears throat> i don't think for example you could have the portal gun in half-life um mm. because it would just like why why would you do anything other than just portal around like it would totally break the whole like you'd have to redesign the whole game so that you knew that players could go literally anywhere they wanted whenever they wanted not oh you can go to this part of the map you can go to yeah but you can go to that mm. part of the map in mm. one second not like yeah. all yeah. this time to get you don't have to you know you know otherwise you know that a player has to travel through that corridor that corridor that corridor or that corridor so you can present them with the same with whatever key piece of information they need or whatever but mm. with a portal gun you don't you can just do whatever you want so it would literally you can, break but doesn't yeah see i think the thing though with that is that there's like isn't there some equivalence there's a and you'll know this better than i will but there's like a teleport spell or a teleport piece of equipment you can get in divinity 2 mm. that kind of does the same thing that it not to the same extent as the portal gun would in a half-life game but that you can what i suppose would be considered cheesing some of the puzzles by just teleporting from one place to another and the thing and it, and that sort of then puts me onto like D D that there are spells in D D that in dungeons and dragons you can get spells that effectively would be considered to break the game but it's kind of how you use them and i'd like to see the portal gun and even like a character like Superman, like Superman basically breaks everything because like, well, he's just all powerful. So why doesn't he become a god? And it's I'd like to see the portal gun then like it then fit into a game. And it's like, well, here are all the reasons. Yes, you can blip from here to here, but here's the reasons why you might not want to. Or here, if you do that, these are the consequences and how that might be handled. And, you know, 
and people would still then finish the game in five seconds perhaps but others would like well what what more does this mean like how more can how can i explore it so that would be yeah so so i guess so i guess what i mean by game breaking and something like half-life isn't like i think you're right i think you can make it work and there there is an interesting experience to be to be had by bringing the portal gun into a more open setting um doesn't even need to be open world you know just a long level mm. Mm. um but i guess what i mean by break the game is that it would completely change what half-life is completely yeah, change it absolutely. it would yeah. it would take away uh, it would be half-life in name and character and setting but it wouldn't be half-life in gameplay anymore it would uh, sure. it would be yeah. a completely yeah. different so that's what i mean by it like it would it would it would be a whole new thing it would yeah it, 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 you, it, you know i'd love um, to see I'd love to see it. I'd love to see a patch where you just drop the portal gun into different shooters, and just it's just like games that were never designed to well, have the portal gun in them, but just drop it into and even yeah. multiplayer games. Or drop it into Team like Street or Fighter. Apex or <laughs> and it's like it's portal gunning behind. Can do yeah, that. that's true. Yeah, then go from one place to another. Um, but yeah, just drop it into a game and like there you go. Here's a here's a Christmas present. Uh, have a portal gun for yeah. a couple of weeks and just F1 see twenty twenty. Oh, here we go. I've done the whole race in point one seconds. That's how Hamilton. Can win. Uh, yeah, the yeah, and just see it like the amount of creativity that would come out of that. Put it in Shadow of the Colossus. That would be amusing. But the amount of stuff that would come out of having a portal gun in different games, not by design, but like very deliberately just go nuts, I think could be like, you know, that could be a real community thing where so many people find so many different amazing ways of using it. But I I agree as as a design concept, like using it in a game, uh, for sure it could, yeah, you have a lot less, you have a lot less direct control over what a player is doing if you can let them go from one place to another in yeah half a second i I suppose um i suppose to bring it back to port i suppose here the the interesting thing about all of that time we've just spent talking about other how it could be implied in other games what what it really shows i guess is just how interesting and just how good and how Mm. original and how different the concept is like the port the portal gun concept is just such a a powerful thing and i think maybe that just goes unsaid to or doesn't get said enough because it's such a uh an obvious bit of the game it's mm. you know it's kind of easy to overlook but alongside the story and the institutionalization of you know around uh, how the narrative works to institutionalize you all of that stuff um <clears throat> at its at its core like the game the the, the portal gun is just such an incredible design choice mm. design invention like it's totally like yes there are somewhat equivalents in other games where you can teleport here and there but the freedom of just being able to fire portals off wherever you want like uh, yeah. in the in, in because it's you know in that just immediate that immediate gratification from it it's still got that shooter yeah. element of you shoot and you see an instant reaction base so you're not waiting for something that's not turn based you don't have to wait for the thing to recharge um like it's still got that even though it's a puzzle game and it's cerebral and all that, it's still got that instant gratification. It's 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 still kind of um, you know moment to moment, even yeah. though it's not and a it, shooter. And, well, and I think that's why it's so important that it is a gun. I think that's why it's it gets so much from being a gun, not a portal. You know, watch not a oh, you put this thing down here and put oh, something down watch. here. That sounds or, like something know, like, in like or a torch, Digimon or like or like it's literally it's a gun which comes comes no pun intended loaded with subtext. But what yeah. you're firing is 
What you're f- you're not firing bullets, you're firing freedom. Huh? How about that? Yeah, well, I've coined, yeah, yeah, coined the thing. There you go, guys. Portal three, um, you're firing freedom. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think that's what sets it apart, and that's what makes it different from. Because you're right in say Divinity or other games that use kind of um, those open-ended. Um, <clears throat> sort of systems you can cheese a lot of the stuff but in that game like it's known like it's no it's part of the mm. design it's it's okay about but it's also turn-based and you have cooldowns and you have limitations on where and how you can use that stuff um you can't just you know willy-nilly just fire it left right and center like you can't experiment with it yeah. in the same way as you can with a portal gun um <clears throat> well you know not as not as quickly not as in, in not as such great quantity in such a small amount of time um so yeah, I, I'm struggling to think of like, are there, is there a better gun in games than a portal gun? Like, what, what gun's more powerful than that? Like, what, like you know, you could you could solve, like it just makes a mockery of all other guns in game. Like it's so much more powerful. Surely I can't. Like the gravity gun in Half Life is not as powerful, even though it is powerful. It's not as powerful. Mm. Um, <clears throat> That's it. That's an interesting thing. They went from gravity, messing around with gravity in mm-hmm. Half Life, to then like portals and let's so say like wormholes, I guess, in Portal. So what's you know maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's why they haven't done Half Life or, or <laughs> Portal, Half Life Three or Portal Three because they're working on whatever the next yeah. Einstein theory is. Bending yeah, the space time <laughs> continuum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and so re, again, like you, I replayed it recently, and um, the aside from the yeah, the obvious design stuff that we've we've touched on so far, and the narrative stuff, but I think it's the it's one of the things it felt like was it was like a Black Mirror episode before there was <laughs> Black yeah. Mirror. It felt like a like the subtext and the and again the um, at the very end where you you square off against Glados, and again in this this sacrifice uh, like. Um, collection of graphic novels that I've got. It talks about what happened before that. It talks about how GLaDOS had this conscience core effect, this moral core, and that's one of the first things that you burn when you, you yeah. fight her. Um, but how the the sort of the big science view of that was that we'll just give her this one component that will stop her or stop it. I mean, it's not a her. It doesn't, you know. It's not no, her. no, no. It's just, yeah. yeah. But still, it's... It's yeah. amazing how easily... Yeah, how easily we're comes, guided into thinking yeah, of yeah. Um, <laughs> masculine and feminine just just through the tone of voice. Yeah. And and so it's... So she, nonetheless... Um, yeah, it was, the big science view was just, well, we'll give her this thing and that will stop her from misbehaving. And there was jokes around, like, oh, how quickly she tries to kill people once that switched off and there's this whole notion that the the way that she was created narratively the way that she was created they know that this isn't a good thing they're just doing it because they can do it it's like well and i think there's a line in the song at the end that that says that we do what we must because we can and it's Mm. like well that's that sums it up really um it's like this imperative to do something but only because we can do it we've got no real practical application for this thing beyond yeah well we're clever so let's do it and that's well yeah but i also think isn't that kind of that's also science in a way isn't that's like pure science rather than science for an agenda just like Mm -hmm. humanity likes to go out and just you know explore adventure throw 
whatever it is at the wall and you know see see what happens yeah. just that's that's one way to find new stuff i suppose like just just try everything yeah and you end up with a killer robot that's cool <laughs> yeah so i'm not have we addressed we addressed why portal is so great i mean we've certainly touched on a lot of the things well, i think that, all of these make it great these are these are all reasons for sure um so is there one distinguishing is there like if you were going to recommend portal or even describe portal but if you're going to recommend portal to somebody that that hadn't played it what would be those the key things oh you should really play portal because not his half an hour's uh, half an hour's worth of reasons why but you know a couple of sort of bullet point reasons what would be your personal yeah. top picks um <clears throat> Well, I mean, despite me kind of going on about the portal gun and stuff, um, I would have that in there, but it would probably be my second point. So, but I'd probably, I think the thing that sticks with me most about the game and the thing that, that I'd use to introduce it to other people is the narrative. It is that, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> that's that, um, yeah, the idea that you play a prisoner slash test subject and there's this faceless company, you know, sort of, um, framed through this, weird sort of sadistic robot um and and yeah and but you're trying to break out and you're trying to you know you literally sort of like break the shackles of your imprisonment by um at first going along with it but then breaking out breaking out of the system mm. and the way that they that they flip that switch between being on one side of the fence to the other side of the fence uh and you know the payoff of of the whole narrative and um all that stuff is just brilliantly done so i guess that's how i'd introduce it to someone and say it's great for these narrative and these sort of philosophical and these sort of social questions mm. and it's also got a great puzzle mechanic that you know that helps that helps build all of all of that narrative yeah. stuff. I, I guess think I would, and I'd be much the same. I think I would possibly, unless asked directly, I think I would possibly even avoid or omit the fact that it's a puzzle game, because I think that comes loaded with a lot of yeah. subtext for a lot of people. So some people might immediately feel like, oh, I'm no good at puzzles. I don't want to. I don't want to put myself in a situation where I feel stupid. Or, I mean, it's like well, and no amount of well, you really won't because you are guided through it. In, in a way that, you know, I guess it's it's akin to the kind of level design that you see in Mario games, um, yeah. or certainly the older Mario games. Like, you learn stuff without even realising that you're being taught it, and you're putting it into re- direct practical application. Um, and that's and then before you know it, it's kind of gone. Like, that, that, that kind yeah. of idea is gone. Uh, I think that's a good point, actually, because a lot of other puzzle games, they ask you to do things that are very abstract they don't really bear mm. much resemblance to what your eyes and your ears what your senses will tell you and whilst yes the portal concept is very like um futuristic and otherworldly and sci-fi it's very easy like we know we understand it innately um as soon as you f- see those portals and you look into one portal and you can see yourself through the other portal like you mm. know immediately what that means you know exactly how that works so I guess, yeah, it doesn't feel like a puzzle game because you're you're working with things that are kind of immediately understandable through your human senses rather than something very abstracted and you have to go through a learning process to even be able to engage um, with it properly. 
Thanks for listening. That was what makes Portal so great. We'll be back again next Thursday, so make sure you're subscribed to keep up to date. It would also be fantastic if you could just take a moment to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really does enormously help when it comes to getting in front of more people and expanding our audience. Also, you can follow us on social media. We're at Indie by Design. That's at Indie by Design on all platforms. And take a moment to check out our website, IndieByDesign.net. On the site, you can check out all the books that we've currently released, all of which are based around video games. And you can also take advantage of the pre-order bonuses we're currently running for 20 Double Fine years, which is our big book of all things Double Fine, covering everything from Psychonauts to Psychonauts 2, Brutal Legends to Grim Fandango Remastered, and literally everything in between. Again, the website, indiebydesign.net. All the best, and we'll see you again next time.